This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Jonathan Kazarian. Jonathan is the co-founder and CEO of Excel Events. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so we actually took uh, two two pivots to get to where we are today as a company. Um, But it all started actually when I, I received some unfortunate news about a family member who um, at the age of 17 was diagnosed with cancer. And I, I wanted to do something for her, thought about running the marathon, but uh, ended up renting out the Boston Aquarium and hosting a fundraiser. And we ended up bringing in uh, 840 people for that event, raising 65 grand. But going into that, realized that there just weren't any affordable solutions to facilitate the auction and the raffle digitally. So having a bit of a tech background, uh, worked with a friend and we put together this sort of lightweight text message based fundraising system that just worked really well and we got really good feedback uh, from the organization and the attendees and realized we could take that and provide that to other organizations like ourselves to give them a more affordable solution for doing what we were trying to do. So one thing led to another, uh, continued down that path for about 18 months and then the feedback we started getting from our event organizers was that they wanted a more full service solution with ticketing and payment processing incorporated. So we started building that out. And as we did so, we started to pivot more heavily into the ticketing space and working with more for-profit events, concerts, uh, conferences, festivals, trade shows, and whatnot. Um, and then and then February and March of 2020 or 2019 came. And, uh, and we just... You know, we, we looked at where we were and all of our revenue was basically evaporating and then going negative with refunds. And we either had to pivot or or die. And we were able to quickly and efficiently pivot. And as a result of that, we're seeing um, between 50 and 100% month over month growth today. Now, with the kind of space, do you see anything in terms of like online oversaturation? Because I've been to you know, several, several summits and different award things and charitable things. How do you feel like the general public in terms of attendance? Are they getting oversaturated because of the current situation that they're in globally? Or how do you see like the in terms of like feedback? Yeah, uh, the feedback's growing more and more positive as the online event experience uh, becomes better and better. I mean, there's there is so much content that's available online, whether it be through the format of an event or Netflix or or any other uh, media provider. That oversaturation of content doesn't pose so much of an issue. It more gives us as consumers more opportunity to find something that's more specific to us. That's awesome. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously, those motivations may have changed over time, but what currently motivates you to succeed? Yeah, I think it's, um, there's a lot of, a lot of pieces of it. I mean, today, more so than in the past is that we've got this team and, and, uh, people are working so hard to build something and create something. And, 
uh, it's, you know, not just our team that's dependent on what we're doing, but also all these event organizers who put so much effort into creating the experiences that they're creating. And if there's anything that we can do to make that better, that is, um, you know, that's what keeps me going every day. And I think it's what keeps the rest of the team going every day. But I'll say that that's the case today. What the case has always been is, is certainly not that. I think, um, you know, growing up, I grew up with, with, ADD and dyslexia and everything I did was harder for me than the person next to me. And I think that just led to this natural scenario where I had to work harder to do anything. And as a result of that, I've kind of fallen into this situation where that's how I'm approaching everything in life now and um, recognizing that things take time. I mean, it's been seven years on this grind now and it really just hit the hockey stick over the past seven months. So, um, yeah, I think it's that, I think it's just knowing I have to work harder. Yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people I've had on the show that are dealt different situations, you know, different, you know, opposition defined disorder, dyslexia, autism, ADD, ADHD, and it's kind of what you do with it. Do you use it as a negative, as an excuse why you can do something, or is it going to drive you to work harder and kind of persevere and go towards your goals? Absolutely. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Well, there's certainly the, the challenges of you know, learning disability challenges that I've faced. And, and also, well, this is one of those, but ADD is you know, a huge component of it. When you've got so many different things on your plate, trying to juggle them all and focus on whatever it is, is the highest priority at any given point in time. Uh, has been something that I'm constantly working and getting better at. Um, and I think I've made a lot of progress there. And as our team grows and responsibilities grow, trying to identify and understand which of those areas I need to buckle down and focus on and not getting distracted by something that, frankly, could be more fun or interesting to be in the moment. Um, and I don't mean outside of work. I'm talking about you know product-related things or something in work that... Um, is not necessarily the right thing to be focusing on that point in time. It's just something I'm continuing to, to, to get better at. Now, over, over time, have you developed any kind of processes or anything that help you focus or help you stay kind of driven or help you obviously reach your goals in terms of other people that may be going through or experiencing the same thing? Yeah. I mean, for me, when it comes to focusing on what is the highest priority, it's a lot of building lists and, looking at, hey, these are the things I need to get done tonight. I'm not going to go to bed until they're done. And if I deviate from that list, it just means I'm up later. So keeping myself accountable by writing it down before I, before I start the project has helped me a lot. Yeah, I think that's important for, for anyone because there's so many things that get thrown at you, especially with you know outside variables, different personal things. We're creating a list of, I mean, I usually don't exceed like 10 of the most important things I have to uh, get done that day or that week and then prioritizing it in order of importance. So anything I can delegate out from that, I figure that out at that point and then obviously undertake the things that are top priority. Absolutely. Delegation has certainly been a uh, you know learning project. Uh, when you're so ingrained in something for six years, letting go of something that may seem granular but ends up being a big 
a big uh, area where you're spending time every day is often hard to walk away from. Yeah, I agree. Now, in terms of kind of the event space, what do you foresee for kind of the future, regardless if we're still in this global situation or if there's like a back to normal scenario? Where do you see kind of that going in terms of any technology, anything in terms of like what's the next thing? Yeah, so I'm not going to make any comments related to when I think we're going to be back to normal, but in terms of what it's going to look like or the future of events, uh, virtual events are here to stay. We know that. We're past that inflection point. Uh, if back in, in March through June, you asked me this question, I would say otherwise. But now the technology has advanced to a point where it's creating an experience that people want to participate in. And businesses have been through it and seen the value of these virtual events with a much lower to barri- barrier to entry and a higher degree of data and ROI. It just it makes sense to stick around. That said, I mean, I built this business because of my desire and interest in hosting and participating in in-person events and those experiences. And I want that to come back and it will come back, but in a different light. I mean, hybrid is going to be here to stay. We know that as well. And the way that hybrid is defined, I think a lot of people think about that as a combination of a in-person experience in conjunction with a virtual experience at the same point in time. But the other way that hybrid is going to be looked at going forward is taking that in-person experience or that point in time experience and extending that into follow-up events and opportunities for deepening relationships and expanding communities. Yeah, I agree. I think there the implementation and usage, regardless if there's an in-person thing, like in terms of marketing, because I am in a digital marketing space, in terms of if there is an event or in-person thing before COVID um, or during now in terms of virtual, I like in terms of a marketing strategy before, during, and after. So obviously before you're, you're marketing and trying to push awareness or people to the event. And if you have a, a supplement, a digital supplement during where people can interact, which obviously I've seen at different events and attending different conferences and summits and stuff in terms of engagement with the crowd, but also keeping that um, content going after the event is done, I think is key. Yeah. And it's not just the content, it's also the community. When you meet somebody once, you don't build a lasting relationship with them. But when you take that person that you've met once and and as a company, you provide opportunities to deepen the relationships with the people that you met through that that initial engagement, you're broadening the opportunity uh, and the value that you as a company are providing your participants. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? Yeah, uh, I'd say persistence. There's things take time. And I think a lot of people walk away before things get to that inflection point and you know you don't know when that's going to be um and you got to take a a realistic evaluation of the scenario and if you're you know if you're not growing in an area then yeah maybe it, it makes sense if you're not growing at the rate which you think you want to be growing at but you're still moving in the right direction don't walk away yet yeah, I agree. Uh, everything takes time. I mean, there's there's so many companies and so many people that really like abandon an idea when they were like at the cusp of success. And a, a lot of success is actually outlasting your competitors and kind of uh, the withstanding the test of time. So example I, I use a lot is in terms of looking at the fortune list, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, how many of those companies are still on that list. So the ones that obviously outlasted either changed their business model, pivoted, 
you know, adjusted to technological advancements and that's why they're, they're still here. So I think that that's important as well. Absolutely. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you or anything else you may have going on? Yeah, definitely. So feel free to come by our website and say hi, excelevents.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Twitter. It's uh, John Kazarian. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.